everybody a happy thanksgiving hope everybody get to eat a lot of good food i know i'm a show be greedy make sure i get my cut you know what i mean i ain't missing no meals <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh i want to send my condolences out to the doll family man um he was killed in his home his hometown in his neighborhood man we just gotta stop hating on each other and that's all i gotta say about that man r.i.p Dolph. You feel me? But we're going to get straight to it. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints. You know what I'm saying? And their matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to talk the numbers. I'm going to talk what I saw. What's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because Lord knows them boys can't catch a break, man. I, they got everybody hurt people, man. I, at this point, I, I'm, I think I got a good shot at going out there and starting uh, tomorrow. Um. Yeah, we definitely got a lot to talk about. They're going to be facing the Buffalo Bills and Bills Mafia tomorrow for Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I got that 85-inch set up to watch that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you heard me. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game, um, to say the least. Uh, yeah, but definitely going to talk about some other NFL news. Maybe try to sprinkle some. NBA news and uh, you know what I'm saying it's definitely going to be a jam-packed show so make sure you guys stick around and tune in you know what I'm saying but let's get straight to it let's talk about the New Orleans Saints man uh, the Philadelphia Eagles managed to pull it off 40 to 29 you know what I'm saying pulling them to 5 and 6 knocking the Saints down to 5 and 5 man now we're looking for answers we gotta put it back together you know what I'm saying uh at this point, like I said, you we you you got damn near your whole starting offensive line out. You got Teron Armstead out, um, which is your left tackle. You got your starting left guard out, Andrews Pete out. Um, I believe yeah, Eric McCarthy that I know of, he's all right. Um, then you got the the young guy Caesar Ruiz. I believe he's going to be all right. Then you got your other right tackle, um, Ryan Ramchak's out. Alvin Kamara, your star running back, um, really only other receiving threat besides Traquan Smith and a few guys. Um, you got him out. Then you had you had the guy that that's now the leading rusher in, fr- in franchise history for the New Orleans Saints, Mark Ingram. Now it's a chance that he's going to be out. Um, man, uh, Adam Troutman, <laughs> the tight end that I was complaining about, he's starting to seem like he's starting to turn the corner a little bit. He's going to be out from what I'm reading. Um, like the Saints just can't get a break. You got Michael Thomas out. Uh-huh. Uh, on the defensive side, you you missing guys and stuff, man. It's just like the Saints just couldn't get a break. But I'm going to keep it real. Going into this, into this game um, against Philly, I pretty much chalked this up as an L going into it. I'm going to keep it real. As a Saints fan, you know what I'm saying? As a Saints fan, I'm I'm a realist. Black and gold to Super Bowl to the end. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm gonna I'm call it. I'm gonna call it how I gotta call it at the same time. You feel me? Man, you got, like I said, you going into a game, a uh, uh, away game, on the, on, on, the, on the week that you just had, like how you just had, how you, basically you, you leave in Tennessee. A lot of people don't know this. So it's a short week to face the type of offense that Philly has put together. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you really don't, you really can't put no game plan together in that little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? Um, to face something that you rarely see in the NFL. So basically, what what you get is, and what the Saints found out is, you know what I'm saying? You 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 can't play. Sometimes you got to change how you play. You know what I'm saying? You got to adapt to things. You, you want to play too high safety and, and, and challenge those people and those people ran the hell out the ball. Um, so, you know, I give credit to credit due as far as Philadelphia. Um, 
But at the same time, like before before going even in going into the game, like I said, you missing basically your whole starting offensive line. Alvin Kamara's out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jameis Winston is injured. You know what I'm saying? So at that point right there, I pretty much, from what I saw from Trevor Simeon last week, I didn't feel really too much comfortable being comfortable going into another game um, this week uh, with Trevor Simeon, especially missing missing more more starters than he was last week, Alvin Kamara and more of your offensive linemen. No, I, didn't, I really didn't feel too comfortable going into this. Uh, not to make any excuses or nothing, but like I said, people, you know, when you're missing, what, three pro bowlers on your offensive line, then you miss another pro bowler, you know what I'm saying, in the backfield back there, then you miss another pro bowler over there at wide receiver. That changes things. You figured that what I'm telling you? But... Either way it go, um, the Eagles ended up passing for 138 yards, rushing for 242. They averaged 4.9 yards per play, had 21 first downs, went 12-21 on third down, had 77 total plays. They allowed three sacks. They punted the ball five times, had the ball, I mean, had six penalties for 49 yards, Fumbled the ball one time and had the ball for 37 seconds. I mean, 37 minutes and one second. The Saints, on meanwhile, had 323 total yards, 214 passing yards, 109 rushing yards. They averaged 5.2 yards per plate. Had 18 first downs. Went six of 13 on third down. Had 62 total plays. They didn't allow no sacks. Had six punts, three penalties for 25 yards, one fumble loss, two interceptions. You know what I'm saying? The ball, basically, they had it for 23 minutes. What I take out of that is basically, man, the Saints, even even with even with the situation being played, how it was played out, you're missing, you're starting offensive line, basically. You're missing Alvin Kamara. I, like I said, I'm not going to keep saying it over. You're missing everything that you're missing. Um, you still managed to go out there and you look at the numbers. Like I said, you know, the Eagles only got three more first downs than the Saints. Um, the Saints actually sacked Jalen Hurts more than, you know what I'm saying, we allowed them to sack us. They, we, we only punted one more time. They actually had more penalty yards. So you get to looking at the numbers. Like I say, sometimes numbers do lie. They lie like a boy, they lie. So, how the Saints lost this game. Well, they got the Eagles got 15 more total plays than the Saints. How that happened? How that happened? Well, when you got three turnovers, remember, if y'all go back and listen to my podcast, you listen to the episode previous to this, especially when injuries took place. But even before the injuries really started hitting us, because we was already hit by the injury bug when we came. But before that, what I said, our margin for error and victory is slim. Slim, you know what I'm saying? And, and previous to this, we had lost two games by a combined four points. So that we had lost to Atlanta by two points, and we had lost to Tennessee by two points. And you go to looking at it, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this game is really a game of inches. And when you're missing the pieces that we're missing and stuff, like I said, you can't make mistakes. You force other people to make mistakes. So we're going to have to get into a mindset, especially if we're going to try to have to do anything for the rest of this season that we're going to have to force other teams to make mistakes and we're not going to make them. Um, Trevor Simeon, like, dude, that pick, that pick that he threw, first of all, all both of the picks that he threw was backbreaking, especially the pick six. Because you take that pick, I, I guess, hindsight 50-50, whatever, however you, you want to call it. But you take that pick six back, man. Now the score is thirty-three to twenty-nine, right? So you turn around and you think about the interception that he he threw right there, boom, at the beginning that led to another t- Jalen t- Jalen Hurts touchdown that gave them the early momentum. So you take away those two t- those two interceptions by Trevor Simeon, and you got a completely different ball game. By my by my calculations, that makes the score twenty six to twenty nine, if I'm correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
like I said, when you when you're missing the pieces that you're missing, the the margin for error or the margin for victory is slim as hell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I just got a question. Like I said, now nah, I know I know Trevor Simeon is a seventh round draft pick from Colorado. Um, nobody really knows what, what what high school he went to or, or anything like that. I, not that I know of. I'm not really trying to ba- bag on the man or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Trevor Simeon. You know what I'm saying? Actually, look like Peyton Man and little brother. You feel me? Uh, we just need him to play like Peyton Man and little brother. <laughs> you understand? But uh, I always thought, you know, first of all, let me let me criticize myself for a second. Cause this is this is what this is what I had going on in my head, but I failed to realize and I failed to, I failed to remember something else. See, I looked at the Saints' defense even going into the season. I looked at the Saints' defense and I said, "That's a Super Bowl defense. That is a Super Bowl contending caliber defense right there that we got." You feel me? Yeah, we gotta replace a few pieces, tweak a few things here, there, but. Initially, I looked at it. Yeah, we got a Super Bowl. Then all the all the fuckery started. Will Lutz got hurt. Then I looked up Michael Thomas. It seemed like all hell was breaking loose. That's when I I said, man, I don't know what the hell is going on with the season. Me and my boy D talked about. It. I said, man, all bets are off. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, the season has continued to be more of like it was in the off season. If you kept up with it. There was a lot of injury, a lot of, a lot of adversity going on against the Saints. Um, that being said, man, 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 we can't, we cannot, we cannot beat ourselves. And 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 Trevor Simeon, these last couple of games and all of that. Prior to that, he had been doing all right, but these last couple of games, man, it seemed like he didn't. Just got that turnover bug, and he just just throw it. He just be throwing it. You know what I'm saying? I wish he would do more of what he was doing towards the end of the game. Run that thing. You feel me? Now back to criticizing myself. I seen I seen the Saints defense, and I pretty much said, "Man, we got playmakers, and we got a lot of depth. Probably some of the best depth in the league. You know what I'm saying? Across the board over there in New Orleans." You know what I'm saying? I pretty much said to myself, hell, I can go over there and I can play quarterback for the Saints. All I got to do is just not mess up and, 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 and you know, make a few plays here there. You know what I'm saying? And we, we'll be all right. We got a, we got a uh, offensive guru, genius, and Sean Payton that's going to that's gonna maximize the matchups. You know what I'm saying? Put people in positions to get open, scheme people open. You know what I'm saying? We got playmakers. You know what I'm saying? That that uh, 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 specialized players that that's good in certain roles and all of that. You feel me? Um, one of the best offensive line. All I need to do is not not mess up. You feel me? But then, like I said, back to criticizing myself, I went to thinking, man, that they. I, I always think back to Houston. You know what I'm saying? When they had that 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 Super Bowl caliber defense, and still to this day, I don't know how the hell they not Houston didn't even get close. Well, I know how. You know what I'm saying? They all them damn they just had bad damn quarterbacking over there. You know what I'm saying? But you get to looking at that defensive line, them linebackers, like you know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all boys remember Cushion and JJ White and them and all of that over there, man. Them boys was beasts over there in um in Houston. You know what I'm saying? They should they should have been in that thing, man. Them boys, it was hard for them boys to win a playoff game. Like literally, I think about like how the defense literally was averaging points. Like, think about this, how you go in. And literally, your defense—you know one thing for sure: your defense and your special teams gonna score points for you. Just don't turn the ball over. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you might have to get a, get a few field goals kicked here and there. You had a good running game, I believe. At that in that point, they had Arian Foster, um, just to name one of their running backs, had a pretty good. You know, just don't turn the ball over, man. Whether it was Matt Schwab, uh, I actually believe Trevor Simeon was one of them dudes over there. They just could not. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Trevor Simeon 
was one of the quarterbacks over there. Um, what his name is, Savage. Savage was one of the quarterbacks. Man, they just had so many quarterbacks they just couldn't do nothing with. I can, one thing I'm willing to say for sure, without getting too far off the point, had, well, I guess it's kind of a touchy situation, but as far as on field, on the field, you know what I'm saying? I really can't even speak nothing about off the field. But on the field, had they had Deshaun Watson back when they had those defense right now, I'm willing to buy, bet everything in my bank account. They would at least appeared at a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? They would at least been in one. I don't know if they would have won it or not. They would at least got to one. And I'm, I would have been strong on believing they would have won one. That's just my opinion. So basically, what I'm, what I'm, I'm admitting is, not everybody got the defense back in the day with the Ravens. Uh, uh, basically, they wouldn't let nobody. Man, it didn't matter who was playing quarterback. You ain't scoring on them boys. What that was the 2001. 2002 Ravens, um, man, you ain't scoring on them boys. Or, or, or the Chicago Bears uh, from back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Or even the Denver Broncos back in the day when uh, Peyton Manning won his won his Super Bowl. A lot of people think about them being an offensive juggernaut. Man, that defense was a monster over there. Like, you couldn't do nothing on them people over there. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, when when the other team can't do nothing and they defense constantly on the field, that leads to making them look worse than they really are. You know what I'm saying? Um, and actually, speaking on that, you kind of see some seeing some of that versus the Eagles and the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Um, defense started out, you know what I'm saying, on fire, hitting, running. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and basically. When you get quarterbacks that constantly give the ball right back to the to the other team, the opposing team, or you know, you go out there and you really don't do nothing. You can't really do nothing with the ball, you know what I'm saying? And these people coming out playing physical, you know what I'm saying, playing physical ball. You know what that reminds me of? How the how the Eagles was playing, the Saints. And this for this for this for my people from down south and all of that. You know what I'm saying? That reminds me of John Curtis. Uh, uh, how them boys used to play, how they play football. Straight, they about to run the hell. They gonna pass the ball on you. They gonna get some passes in, but it's gonna be few, few, and mixed and calculated when they pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it, it's calculated. But other than that, they running the ball. You know it. Your coach know it. Your fans, the fans know everybody. They running the ball. They gonna run it. They gonna test their will. They gonna test their uh, gap assignment. They're going to test, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, they're they going to test you. And at the end of the game, they're going to be in that sucker for 60 times. And and basically, what happens is if your offense, if the opposing offense ain't doing nothing to give their defense a break, man, they man by the by the fourth quarter, man, they dead. Man, the people run the school up on you, man. And um, basically, you've seen the Eagles start to wear on the, on the Saints defense. Uh Especially, especially after having, let me see, 23, having a 14. Basically, they had, they was on, the Saints defense was on the field a full more quarter, a whole quarter more than the Eagles. Man, they was wool out. You feel me? Not making no excuses. Yeah, actually, I am. I don't care so what, but I'm just giving you the facts. Uh, like I said, man, Trevor Simeon, we need you to play like Peyton Man and Little Brother. You dig? Uh, other than that, like I said, whew, we 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 need to catch a few breaks. We need to catch a few breaks. Um, tomorrow at seven twenty, we're gonna take on, like I said, Bills Mafia. Um, we're gonna get into the details and that. We're gonna take a quick little break. Get back to you on that. Y'all stay tuned. Yep. Oh, welcome back to the gridiron. Yeah, man. So the Saints taking on Bills Mafia. Gonna be an interesting game, man. Like I said, last game was a must win for the Saints. We really needed that one. Um, 
as far as what do the Saints go from here? Um, I thought last game was that game, but this is really that game right here. Because last game just brought them back to 500. So we 5-5 five and five right now. We still, as of right now, if the playoffs ended, the playoffs ended, the Saints are still a playoff game. Regardless of how they look, should they be a playoff team in many people's eyes? But I'm going to tell you the truth. If you look around the league, there's a lot of teams that got a lot of more healthy starters than the Saints do. And they look a, a lot worse. I'm just keeping it real. Um, but as far as what the nation, the who that nation have, what we've become accustomed to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's far below what we what we what we looking we looking for and what we looking to accomplish as far as with the team. Um, but this is one of them games I feel like because if we lose this game, that puts us under 500. Um, and the Bills is a is a tough team, but. The Bills have struggled with some teams this year that they shouldn't have really struggled with, you know. Uh, the Colts just beat them down. So the Colts just beat them down 41 to 15. So you know they're going to be coming out trying to get some get back on somebody. And unfortunately for the Saints, um, they're catching us with our pants down right now. We've got a lot of, a lot of, of our best players, a lot of key players going to be out. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know what I'm saying, how how the Saints are able to scheme this out. Now, like I said, the the Bills are prone to, to laying eggs this year from what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? They lost to the Jaguars 9-6. You know what I'm saying? They just got beat down. You know what I'm saying? 41-15. Uh, uh, I mean, at the time, I thought the Titans was a bad loss, 34-31, but Titans been rolling as of late. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. They, 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 they got smacked by the, by the Steelers 23 to 16, but it's going to be interesting. Make no mistake. Um, I know one thing for sure the defense for the Saints for sure is going to make it interesting, at least going up against uh, Stephon Diggs and and them boys and Allen and them boys. That's definitely going to be an interesting matchup. Um, I'm I'm never going to be surprised if the Saints, you know what I'm saying, do manage to make the pull this one off. It is if in, in, in if we do, it's definitely going to be because of the defense. Um, like I said, we at this point, man, you you got Mark Ingram. He's he didn't miss miss some time. You know what I'm saying? Alvin Kamara missing some time. Hell, if if Mark Ingram missed some time, I think regardless of if Ingram ready or not, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Kamara ready or not, they almost might force, be forced to come back with him just to be competitive. You feel me? Um, I just look at this game. Hey, this this is the game that the Saints got to show everybody what we made of. I think this is a classic set them up game for Sean Payton. What I mean by that? We down and out. Offensive lineman down. Um, speaking of that, I need to check and see exactly who gonna be who gonna be um, out for the Saints. As of right now, to show y'all the importance of Teron Armstead, who was out. As of right now, he's the top Pro Bowl vote getter for NFC offensive tackles. You know what I'm saying? So once again, it's looking like Torian Armstead is about to be another Pro Bowl player. Um, but we definitely we definitely got to see what's going on and, and, and wait for the updates, I guess, to see who's going to be off for the Saints. But uh, one thing I'm going to look for, I'm going to look for is to see that the Saints are definitely going to make Josh Allen and the Bills. They're going to try to make them one-dimensional, one what we do all the time. Um, Thanksgiving, one thing I know for, for sure, the Saints usually play good on Thanksgiving, but we usually don't have people back there in the backfield named Trevor Simeon. I'm not trying to trash him. I'm just, like I said, <laughs> I get back to it, and I think I just think about Trevor Simeon, and like I said, I'm pretty sure now Trevor Simeon has played for the uh, 
I know he's played for the Broncos, but I'm pretty sure he played for the uh, the Houston Texans too. And I just can't get over the fact that even when he that defense that he had with the Broncos was a, was an all time great, in my opinion, anyway. You know what I'm saying over there, uh, defense. And, and I feel like he just wasn't able. Everybody can't play quarterback, man. Everybody can't play quarterback. You figure, dig? Uh, so I look at the Saints right now, and I see, like I say, what what do we go from here? They lose this game, that'll put them at five and six. And like I said, even then, that that's not all. All the world hasn't ended then because right now the Panthers, as as of right now, are five and six. The Falcons are four and six. You look around the league, like I said, the Vikings are five and five in second place. Um. The 49ers are in third place. They're 5-5. Five and five. You got the Eagles 5-6. and six. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I still believe the Saints The Saints just need to get a good win, a feel-good win right here. We need, a, we need a win any way we possibly can. I need a win from the Saints. Let's go. Let's pull this one out on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? So, we all, <laughs> we all can be thankful. I can be thankful. You feel me? Yeah, but man, I want to switch over subjects and talk about them cowgirls. I know, I know things been things been getting out of hand lately. These 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 fellas been feeling themselves, especially after they beat the hell out the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? Which I readily appreciate. Had it not been for the Cowboys, had it been anybody else, oh yeah, that would have been cause for celebration. But knowing Cowboys fans was readily in my inbox telling me how they was going to the Super Bowl because they was playing the league's worst defense. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a nuts story. Anyway, Cowboys got smacked up 19-9. Yep, that's right, 19-9. What's more confusing is Patrick Mahomes or Dick Prescott that scored a touchdown. And I'm going to be honest with you, that lost me some money right there. That lost me some money, and if I, if you told me to bet on that again, I'm betting everything. I'm putting all of my money into that. Ain't no, and Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Not only that, they both had through Patrick Mahomes had an interception, and Dak had an interception. So they had some off games. You know what I'm saying? But I said all of that. I'm not letting the Cowboys off the hook like that. Because, like I said, they are who we thought they were. You feel me? They are who we thought they were. Same old Cowboys. Looking all good. All glamorous on these cupcake-ass teams. You know what I'm saying? Beating the snot out of the Falcons and all of that. When we all know. You know what I'm saying? Even though they did beat my Saints. Even though they did beat my Saints freshman team, uh, uh, JV team and all of that, because uh, y'all know the people that really matter, not to say that none of my team, my whole team don't matter, but key players was out in that game, and we know next year definitely none of this ain't, none of, none of that ain't taking place. You know what I'm saying? That We already know how that's going down. You know what I'm saying? If everything turned out to be everything, we got, we, we going on a revenge tour next year. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys are who we thought they were. They beat up and rough up teams that ain't got no quarterback, coaches on the COVID list. You know what I'm saying? The fans and them depressed. That's type teams Cowboys beat all the time. Then they try to run the score up. You know what I'm saying? They try to run the score up. And, oh, yeah, no, we're going to the hell. No, y'all ain't going to the Because why? The Cowboys got the same characteristics they always had. Hey, I can't take this from the Cowboys. Y'all know I keep it real. The Cowboys always had, like, talent on their team. You look up and down their roster, you get to looking around, and you look at what they got. You know what I'm saying? The Cowboys got some talent on their damn team. The problem is, you can have talent, but if you don't do nothing with it, that don't mean nothing. You feel me? Nothing at all. So, 
what I'm looking at is it seems that the Cowboys only have talent when they're playing in superior teams. When they play teams that's playoff caliber teams or the teams that they would have to most likely play in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl or whatever, they always lay in. Which is why I'm solidified in saying what I said all along. Yup, the Cowboys gonna, gonna make it to the playoffs this year because the NFC East fucking sucks. But soon as they get in there, they gonna do what they always do. Just like what they just did to the Chiefs. They gonna lay in. All of a sudden, Dak Prescott gonna go 28-43 for 216 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Zeke, all of a sudden, gonna average 3.6 yards a carry um, and get 32 yards. Dalton Schultz gonna be, be your leading receiver with 53 yards. Now, I know C.D. Lamb did get hurt and all of that. But I'm just saying, this is what we, this is what I expect from the Cowboys. I'm just keeping it real. This is what we've come to love about the Dallas Cowboys. You feel me? They good all the way until it matters the most. And then they let you down. Now, I'm done messing around and talking about these clowns. We about to move around and we about to (laughs) talk about something else. You feel me? But yeah, man. Um not the, the Cowboys lost nine to nineteen. Much to my enjoyment, but being surprised I didn't see him losing in that fashion. I actually would rather the Chiefs like rough him up a little bit more. But tomorrow also the Cowboys will be taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. You know what? You, you know what? I think the Cowboys gonna lose that game too. You feel me? Hold up. I think the Cowboys gonna if 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 the Raiders are healthy. Let me see. Let me see. Well, Cowboy fans, they say wide receiver CD Lamb concussion on track to play Thursday versus the Raiders. So, all right, y'all y'all got that going for you. But I'm saying either way. Even if he is healthy, especially if he ain't. Man, the Raiders about to beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And we all will be thankful. We all will be thankful. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, man. How about the Cowboys, man? How about the Cowboys? Uh, we moving on along. Keep on. Keeping on. We want to go back to the Chiefs. Uh, as we just previously stated, they just did me a favor last week. Knocking off the the Cowboys this week. Um, they're gonna continue on. They're gonna have to go face rival Broncos. I see the Chiefs winning that game right there. Yeah, like I said, and I predicted this, but I guess people can say, yeah, that was, that was back to saying duh. But for a while though, you know what I'm saying? People, we didn't know. We didn't know what the hell was going on with the Chiefs. Like, I thought this is what they was going to do. They was going to go on a little run. They was going to get on the winning streak as they're on a, a four-game winning streak now. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew that the, that, that the Chargers was going to fall off like they fell off or, or, or the Raiders. I would ever. I think everybody was surprised with the Broncos. But even even then, the Broncos are 5-5. Five and five. They, they, they ain't out of the woods yet. So that whole AFC West division is loaded. The Chiefs are 7-4. and four. The Chargers are six and four. The Raiders are five and five, and the Broncos are five and five. It might be a scenario where them boys, like everybody in the division, might make it. I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I'm not willing to say nah, nah. It's not. It's not. They're not. But three might make it. You feel me? But man, the Chiefs are back on track. They're gonna face the the Broncos, which I believe will get them their fifth consecutive dub right there, which would put them, you know what I'm saying, eight and five, and at that point, you know what I'm saying, they back up there in contention for that number one seed, which I still believe truly, they will get, and if that, if they end up, if the Chiefs end up getting that number one seed, and they end up going on the run, after how they struggled and how they started off, I only think that makes them better as a team in the long run. If the, if the Chiefs 
have truly turned the page. Now they still struggling and stuff, but I can tell you one thing, that defense, that chief defense is starting to come alive and it's starting to look a lot better. And they they did harass the hell out of that boy Dak. You feel me? They did. Uh so they're definitely improving on that end. So shout out to the Chiefs defense. You know what I'm saying? Um Andy Reid, my boy. Sometimes you, you just gotta run the ball. That's the only thing I can say to Andy. Big Red, you feel me? It, it, it. I tend to agree with some of the pundits and saying that he's coming love with just watching Patrick Mahomes throw the ball, you feel me? And all I'm gonna say is come play all the time this time around, I think he's gonna find that running the ball is his friend his friend, you feel me? Especially if that defense gonna continue to get sacked. Chris Jones and them boys gonna continue to play like they play, man. Them boys, hey, hey, they looking hella good. At this point, how the how the Chiefs was looking and that defense is looking and how I'm expecting the offense to get better. Alright, you feel me? So we definitely gonna be looking forward to that. You feel me? Um Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was about to say, I was about to tell you guys something. Anyway, other news, man. We're gonna jump back to some other news. I wanna tell you guys some of the scores from week eleven. Before it slipped my mind. You know, the, we about to go into another week. Had the Patriots beat the Falcons 25 to nothing. The Ravens beat the, the Bears 16 to 13. The Vikings beat the, the Packers 34 to 31. Justin Jefferson cut up. Colts beat the Bills 41 to 15. The Browns beat the Lions 13 to 10. That game was a lot closer than I would have expected. The Lions still have yet to win a game. Washington beat the Panthers 27-21. For a while, Cam Newton was showing out. You know what I'm saying? I actually think the Panthers, the Panthers, I don't know. And see, that leads me to my next point. Pause for a second. That's why, see, after watching, in the middle of watching the same game, you know, they showing the highlights from Cam and High Cam over there doing I got mad as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Well, I'm happy. For, shout out to Cam Newton. I'm happy that Cam over there and he, he backed the ball in again. But the Saints had an opportunity along with a, other, a, a lot of other people, you know what I'm saying, to get this man probably for a little bit of nothing. And they weren't even interested, especially after seeing. I believe with Cam, with, if we were to have Cam Newton, I'm not going to say we you know Super Bowl contending team automatically. We automatically going to straight up. But I can tell you this. I'll be comfortable in telling you we, we we make the playoffs. And depending on who the hell we play, they better watch out. If we get the right matchup, if we had got the right matchup with Cam Newton and, and, and our defense and everything, they better watch out. I can see a scenario where we can sneak around. We can be a dark horse now. You feel me? Anyway, yeah, shout out. Shout out to Washington, the Washington football team for beating the Panthers too. We needed them to lose. Uh, they beat them twenty-seven to twenty-one. The Texans, man, look at this. The Texans, hey, any any Sunday, I'm telling y'all, any Sunday, the Texans then beat the Titans twenty-two to thirteen. Man, that just that just goes to show you and let you know that I really don't think. And I said it. I don't. The Titans can't. I, the Titans ain't legit. Not without Derrick Henry. And Julio Jones and the boys and all of that. They, they just not. Um, the 49ers pulled it off 30-10 to 10 against the Jaguars. The Dolphins then got them another dub, 24-17 against the Jets. The Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. The Raiders got a shake back. The Cardinals beat the beat the Seahawks 23-13. Think all of this losing starting to win on Pete Carroll, the man that walked off from interviews and all kinds of stuff. I think he, he walked off from one interview, came back, and walked off again. You hear me? Hey, Pete. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Uh, the Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37, and the Buccaneers beat the hell out the Giants 30-10. Now, like I said, tomorrow, you got the Bears taking on the Lions at 11.30 a.m. Then you got the Raiders taking on the Cowboys at 3.30 p.m. Then tomorrow night, you know what I'm saying? For the game, the game, the game of the week. 
the game of the day, Thanksgiving, you got the Bills taking on the Saints. Bills Mafia versus the Who That Nation at 720. You know what I'm saying? Or what's left of us. Um, like I said, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Black and gold. But we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see the genius of Sean Payton um, in this game here. It really is. Uh, really don't know. I know one thing for sure. Without looking at it, I know that the the Bills are favored in this game. But how much, I don't know by. Um, they say they're heavily favored. As they should be, like I said, this, going into this game with basically practice squad guys and key positions, man, all we doing is hoping that we can come out and compete and give ourselves a chance to, to try to win this game. Um, like I said, um, I do feel that the Saints are one of the better teams that have some of the better depth across the board. But at this point, I think we wore dangerously thin at all at, at several key positions. And um, I feel at this position, it'd be tough on any team, regarding, regardless of uh, what team it is, you know. Um, but yeah, I still, after a, after everything that's taking place, I guess people would, oh, do you, with the Saints, you know, Cowboys fans, my homeboy Dallas, man, y'all ain't going to make the uh, playoffs. I can... Like I said, I'm a, I'm a realist. I'm not like Cowboys fans or some of these other bandwagon fans that, you know what I'm saying? At this point, am I wrong for really saying that hey, I really don't care if we don't make the playoffs? Because at this point, let's, let's let's really talk about this. If the Saints make the playoffs, that, make, that means they're that much further away from getting maybe a critical piece in the NFL draft that can make, possibly help them. Because, I mean, Saints fan or not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we could, I thought maybe we could be, you know what I'm saying, the Philadelphia Eagles and, and, and pull it off with a backup quarterback. But, like, I, at this point, I don't really see us doing it with Trevor Simeon. I don't really see us doing it, you know what I'm saying, with our whole offensive lineman down, down you know what I'm saying? I, at this point, I thought Michael Thomas would be coming back. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of things have changed. Alvin Kamara's banged up. You know what I'm saying? There's just so much stuff that in transpired. Jameis Winston and got hurt. So I think I don't remember what I had the Saints. What I had the Saints at winning. I think I had to go back and check the tape. But at this point, say they five and five. I think they got seven more games. Actually, I'm gonna keep it. I had this is one of the games I had the Saints losing initially at the beginning of the season. Um, this is actually a must-win for the Saints. You know what I'm saying? For the reason I said. Now they lose this game, they still got six more games, but it just puts you in a hole. Um, and it's almost an impossible game for them to win. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, because you got so many backup players, and then you. Going up against a phenomenal team. Uh, with all of that being said, I still uh, five and five now. Let's see, I can see a scenario where the Saints now. Now I'm going to go ahead and see the Saints are going to finish nine and eight. The Saints are going to finish nine and eight for the season, um, simply because of the fact um, I think we're going to get a few dubs. Sean Payton, that defense is going to figure out how to get 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 it done. Um, I don't think the games are going to be pretty. From here on out through the rest of the season, they're going to have a lot of inconsistencies simply because you're just missing so many key players, whether it be on offense or defense. Um, and you're dealing with, uh, 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 first of all, Sean Payton's first year being completely without Drew Brees, and he, he, he's going to have to go the rest of the season with Trevor and Simeon. You know, uh, even even with Jameis Winston, we had our doubts. You know what I'm saying? But I felt kind of more. I felt better with Jameis than, than Trevor. You know, and hopefully this be a lesson to everybody that was hating on Jameis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hopefully this actually is the reason Jameis get more money after watching what we didn't watch. Uh, and I feel like in a weird way, 
Sean Payton then allow Trevor Simeon to, to sling it a little more than James. And, and that, I don't think that's cool if that's the case. You know, and, and coming back into it if if and when he should come back and sign with the Saints next year, James Winston. I I, I, I hopefully he, he don't play around with it and 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 let the man do what he's supposed to do. But back to it, uh, I see the Saints going nine and eight. And I do believe nine and eight, ten and seven gets them in the playoffs. I really do believe that. Um, but like I said, depending on the matchup and who's healthy and who's not healthy, you know what I'm saying, depends on whether the Saints would basically win that wild card game. So like I said, I do believe we're still a talented team. Don't sleep on us now. You can't just come out there. You better come correct. Uh, but I've always been the type of player or uh, person, you know what I'm saying, man, only one team can win the championship, whether it's in baseball, football, basketball, only one team's going to hold that trophy up. Nobody really cares about who was in the game and lost the game. We want to talk about the about the people that won the game. You feel me? So I don't care that you almost won, won it or that you made it to the tournament to get a chance to win it. You still didn't win it. All you managed to do was to make your odds of getting... You know what I'm saying? The next the next Patrick Mahomes or uh, uh, Parsons or, you know what I'm saying, Saquon or Alvin Kamara, you just made your chances of getting them slimmer, especially knowing going into it that you was never going to win. Now, I'm not advocating for the Saints to start tanking here because I'm a competitor, but all I'm saying is if for whatever reason that the Saints, they don't make it to the playoffs, I mean, it really wouldn't truly hurt my feelings at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. Now, I don't really, I don't want to see, see the Saints go out here and just start just getting bust up. You feel me? But I'm going to keep it G. At this point, I hope God, to God, if Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill been hurt. And that's something else, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill just signed a contract. Uh, don't have the details right here in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Basically, I ain't never seen, I ain't never seen or heard of a contract being made like that, basically. Make a long story short, if he playing running back, he gonna get paid this amount. If he play, if he get, if he turn out to be the starting quarterback, he gonna get paid this amount. Or if he st- end up being the uh, starting punter, he gonna get paid this amount. Boy, they finding all kinds of ways, ain't they? But, uh, man, either way it go, even if Taysom Hill is active, Assuming they're going to have him playing running back or whatever it is he's going to play. Um, at this point, I, I ain't going to lie. I wouldn't mind to watch Taysom Hill play quarterback for a second. I'm just keeping the G. But to be honest, what I really was getting at, I want to see I want to see the little kid Ian Book. I've been saying that the whole time since Jameis Winston got hurt. I want to see what Ian Book got. It can't be. I mean, all right, wait a minute. It can be worse. It can be worse, you know what I'm saying? It could be like, I don't, who was that? What quarterback came in and they all threw interceptions? And, and I forget whether that was college, and if I forgot, man, literally every quarterback on the roster came in and threw an interception. I forget, man. But I just want to see what the youngster got. At this point, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't ready to just throw the towel on the season. You know what I'm saying? We still got stuff to play for and everything. And 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 who that nation, we ain't never backing down. We ain't never scared or nothing. But at the same time, hey. Um and I have been I have been doing my due diligence on wide receiver prospects. And I really truly feel. Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, if you hear me, please listen to me. Please listen to me. My my wish list for the Saints going into the NFL draft next year, number one, I like Jim. I think Jim. I think I think they should do right by Jameis. I think they should bring Jameis back. But if they feel they have something way better, something for sure right now, I'm not talking about a project that they got to sit on the bench for four or five years and you got to see and develop them. I'm talking about you got something right now. I say go get them. You feel me? At quarterback, if not. Either way it go, number one on the wish list should be a wide receiver. If it's not a wide receiver, it better be a a pass, threat, entwine, you know what I'm saying, type, type, uh, tight end. You feel me? 
it better be it better be a, a receiving threat. I don't need a block. A bro- it better be a Travis Kelsey, Greg Kittle type tight end. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that can put points on the board, that can catch the ball, stretch the field out. You need weapons. The Saints need weapons on offense, and 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 we don't need to go the Green Bay Packers route as far as never drafting talent for the uh, quarterbacks and all of that to throw. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really do think. First and foremost, we need to go out. I don't think we really need to go get running backs, any more running backs. I think we pretty much said at that. But definitely wide receiver tight end. We need to be looking, looking looking real hard first and second round. You know what I'm saying? For that. Um, I'm tell you another sneaky position the Saints need to keep their eye out on uh the eye the eye out on. I thought about Cam Jordan. But I'm thinking that's why they drafted Peyton Turner, being that we already got Davenport. Assuming that we keep Davenport, Turner would be, I guess, the hair parent to Cam Jordan. So then you get to looking down, uh, who else would we need to replace? Well, maybe the linebackers. Are, y'all, are we for certain that Pete Warner and them and them boys and stuff can keep up? You know what I'm saying? Uh, with 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 what Demario Davis then built? Because as good as Demario Davis is playing, he's getting a bit long in the tooth too. So maybe. Keeping an eye out on the linebacker prospect. That one, maybe we can take a chance on and develop him a little bit. Um, hopefully, we can bring Marcus Williams back and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But for sure, we need to be looking at another, maybe a strong safety prospect. Because Marcus Malcolm Jenkins is also getting a little bit up there in age. Just something to think about. But definitely, number one would be wide receiver tight end. Some type of weapon. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I just want to reiterate it again earlier in the show, just in case you guys missed it. You know what I'm saying? I want to tell everybody happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Everybody be safe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, regardless of what you're going through, I know we all got something to be thankful for. You know what I'm saying? And, and hopefully, hopefully, if I can make everything be shaped and make everything be everything, I can be thankful for this 85-inch you know what I'm saying? It's it was 85 inch that I'm trying to get. You know what I'm saying? To watch these games with my family and all of that this weekend. You feel me? But uh, I want to remind y'all if y'all haven't already to go check out the Gridiron at the Real Gridiron on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? We love, we love all the support everybody gives us. Go check us out. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go check us out on your pod, podcast platforms, you know what I'm saying, you can find us anywhere, you you listen to your podcast, we on Apple, you know what I'm saying, we on Spotify, Google, Anchor, Overcast, and pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, we own that thing, you know what I'm saying, like I say, all we always say this, you know what I'm saying, we global, we ain't local, we all here, we really do this, you feel me? Mm-hmm.